When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Golden Hurricane Sports Network, from Learfield, this is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. Hello and welcome to Eye of the Hurricane podcast. I'm Bruce Howard as this is the postgame radio remix after Tulsa got their first American Athletic Conference win of the season. They doused UTSA by a final of 107-78. to It was a terrific game for Tulsa offensively as they shot 59% from the field. They hit 16 three-pointers. They were 16 of 29, and they win this one going away. Uh, they led only by five at halftime. They outscore UTSA 54-30 to in the second half, and the final was 107-78. to TU got lots of contributions from a lot of different players. P.J. Haggerty, 25. Isaiah Barnes, Kobe Williams and Tyshawn Archie each with 17 and here on our postgame radio remix we're going to go with highlights and then we'll have interviews with Coach Conkle and Kobe Williams so first the highlight package outside left now back to the right Archie Archie drives the right baseline fades back 17 footer sweet and Tyshawn Archie has five points off the bench helping give Tulsa a boost 2019 TU now here's Haggerty driving in the lane and his little runner is no good rebound Matt Reed he goes up and he follows it up and hits that little five-footer in the lane. Now they go inside McWright under the basket. Left corner hall, way out front, Archie. Long three. Got it! Oh my! Tyshawn Archie 
with a couple of threes and a two, and Tulsa leads 25-21. Wow. Right side, Haggerty. Right corner, Barnes. Back to the wing to Haggerty. Haggerty driving left around a hall pick. He penetrates into the lane. Jump stop. Throws right corner, Barnes. Wide open three. Good. From the right corner, Isaiah Barnes nails that one. He has five. 33-28, Tulsa. Williams around the pick. He weaves into the lane. Throws right corner, Barnes. Another open three. Swish. Isaiah Barnes has just ripped a couple of three-pointers for TU. Around the pick. Now he cuts a pass into the left corner. Cuthrell for three. Swish. And now it's 44-42. And just like that, a 10-0 run for UTSA. Kobe Williams right side to Barnes. Hands off to a turning Haggerty. Haggerty on the bounce left side. Top of the key to Garcia. Hands back to Haggerty. Long three-pointer. Good by Haggerty. P.J. Haggerty. Just what Tulsa needed to end a 12-0 run. 47-44 TU with a minute 54 to go in the first half. Kobe drives into the lane. A pump fake. A beautiful pass inside. And a hammer dunk by Jared Garcia. Oh boy, what a play by Garcia. And the Golden Hurricane leading 65-50. Their largest lead. Here's Haggerty driving top of the key. Right side deep. Carlos Williams for three. Swish. He knocked it in. Carlos Williams with his first basket. It's a three. And Tulsa with their largest lead at 63-50. Here's another tip away. Another steal. Haggerty with the steal. Layup good. Haggerty sweeping from behind. The rubber band man tapping that from behind. Barnes got it. Pitched it ahead and Haggerty with the layup has 20. Tulsa by 19. 69 to 50. He fires up a three-pointer. Off the rim no good. Kobe Williams with the rebound and Kobe dribbles up court. A pass ahead to Reed. Reed running the floor. Lays it up and in. He got fouled. Count the basket. Tulsa on the run and a beautiful pass ahead by Kobe Williams to Matt Reed and Reed finished and got the foul. Hands it off to Haggerty, fakes a shot, drives, fades back, fires a three. He hit another one. P.J. Haggerty has 23 points in the ballgame. He is four for four from three. 24-point lead, their largest. Here's a steal, Garcia off to McWright, and McWright down court, and he slam dunks it for the Golden Hurricane. Holy smokes. Josiah McWright off the steal from Garcia. He had a guy on his shoulder, and he just punched it. Jump hook shot, misses no good from eight. And the rebound, Haggerty, run out to Kobe Williams. Williams in the lane, drive, shoot, score, foul, count it. And the Hurricane blowing out UTSA. Count the basket. It's 92-64, to and he'll hold on to the ball. And UTSA is electing not to play any defense, and there's the buzzer. So the Golden Hurricane gets their first win in the American Athletic Conference this year. They defeat UTSA, and they make it a rout in the second half. Final score, TU 107, UTSA 78. So there you have it, the Hurricane now 7-0 all-time against UTSA with that victory. Most importantly, they're 1-4 in the league now, 10-7 overall. After the game, we talked with Kobe Williams, and then we talked with the head coach, Eric Conkle. Tulsa wins the game by a final score of 107-78 to over UTSA, and here's our Robertson Tire. Keep rolling with the Hurricane player of the game, and Man, it's a hard decision today, but we have Kobe Williams here. And, Kobe, boy, you guys got it going. You really played well offensively for a full 40 minutes. What was going right? Uh, just sharing the ball. That's what was going right. Uh, we was talking about that. Just keep moving it and uh, let everybody touch it and let the ball create energy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some credit right off the bat because I've watched you all year, and obviously you're an accomplished player. You've had a great career. 
up until this year, and you're just building on that now. But you're an unselfish player, yeah, and yeah. I respect that big time. But it looks to me, we talked about it, 24 assists, only seven turnovers. To me, it looks like you get more joy when you get an assist than when you get a bucket. And to me, it looks like this team is starting to starting to believe yeah. that too. They're starting mm-hmm. to feed off that. Do you see that? Yeah, I'm starting to see that. Like, uh, and we just we practice that as well. Like, to just share the ball because <clears throat> once you share the ball, it just make everybody look good. Like, and it makes everybody feel good. Once you feel good, you're gonna play good. That's right. Yeah, and Kobe, the the ball didn't stick today at all. Mm-hmm. It looked like it was moving and flowing quite nicely. And, uh, and that's something I know you work on at practice. Yep. And, and so why did it work today? Was it just the way UTSA was playing defense? Was the fact you guys were moving well? What? I feel like it was just the way we was just moving, moving well. Uh, like you said, uh, the ball didn't stick. You know, just keep it moving. You know, once you, you let the ball stick, you get the, the defense a chance just to set up. So I feel like we just kept them on their, on their heels, you know, just kept moving it, cutting and just all that, you yeah. know. You guys have been in some tough conference games so far this year. I mean, an opportunity to win a few more of them, obviously. Played some really good teams, really tough. Yep. The last one being Tulane, they're very talented. In the second half and even in overtime, they were able to put the ball on the deck, get to the backboard, score at the mm-hmm. rim. In the first half here, you could tell that's what UTSA was trying to do. Yep. It looked like, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, but it looked like you guys made some adjustments at halftime and you were really scraping. Guys were really mm-hmm. helping down on penetration, active hands. You guys were make, creating havoc for for them trying to get to the bucket. Yeah, that was the number one thing we talked about at, uh, at halftime because in the first half they was just they was just like carving us up and just you know getting bucket after bucket. So that was the number one thing we talked about at halftime. Just lock in on the defensive end. Like long as we get stops, it'll transfer over to offense and it and it seemed like kobe you guys were locking in early uh you know out on the perimeter farther a little bit you were getting some steals which turned into good live ball Mm -hmm. steals which turned into good efforts at the other end was that the case where you were you really pressing a little farther out uh i know we wanted it against this good uh utsa team you know they they shot they shoot the lights out yeah you know they they hit what six threes today or something but, but normally they hit normally about 10 they or 12. average about yeah. 10, 12, yeah. 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 right. So that was just a big emphasis, like, get out to shooters. So, you know, we was just staying kind of, like, high in the gaps. It wasn't nothing like that we just practiced. It was just something that kind of just came naturally to the players. Tell, take me through the sequence, because you know what I'm getting ready to talk about. Josiah McWright absolutely posterizing oh the seven-footer. <laughs> oh, my God. And that, that the, the way that started was obviously you guys playing great defense again. But take us through that because I, I've played, you know, and when that kind of thing happens, I mean, it's it's goosebumps all around and just yeah. excitement. Take it me was through just, that play. It was just a shock. Like, like I, I honestly, I don't even remember what happened before. <laughs> I just remember Josiah coming on his left side and – and once I seen him at the three-point line, I was like, oh, my God. He's yeah, going take for off. it. Yeah. yeah. And that I was, was a little crazy. worried because, you know, Link, Linquist is – or Lingard, I'm sorry, is a seven-footer. I mean, he's yeah. got length. Boy, I was scared for like – I'm like, oh, I hope he don't like get fouled too <laughs> yeah. hard. Yeah. But he went up He went up like a grown man. <laughs> hey, but that that's Proud top ten sports center, is it not? 
That's number one. That's number one. <laughs> well, number one. you know, and it's it's a play where honestly, I, I was really uh, gratified that he was able to make that play because he has done that a few times and missed off yeah, the back rim on some missed, on some yeah, dunks and yeah. and and how I mean, does that make everybody? I mean, did everybody else just like, oh my gosh, that's great for him because he he plays with great effort and yeah. he'd miss those other ones. This one he punched. He deserved this one. He yep. deserved this one. Yeah. Everybody was happy for him. Everybody happy for him. Okay, now I also got to go back to the play, and I forget. I, I, I know in the second half, especially out here, you guys are punching the ball loose and scraping it and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. On one of those plays, you get the ball uh, somewhere about, you know, maybe 50, 50 feet away from the basket, and you led Matt Reed yeah. uh, perfectly. What did you see on that play, and what did you see at the end? I seen Matt Reed running like he do at practice, like running down the floor. He was running super hard, so – and then I, I kind of seen like it was a little window that I could give it to him over the top. So yep. said, I'm going to take the risk and, and feed it to him because he deserved it. And he caught it. Yeah, I mean, he, he caught he, it. You know, yeah. you got some big guys that can snatch mm-hmm. that ball a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great finish, too. Let's, yeah. talk, let's yeah. talk a little bit about the progression of you guys. I mean, and this isn't just tonight. It's, it's happened here. Hold on. <laughs> it's happened here in the last couple of games. The turnovers are going down for you mm-hmm. guys. I mean, they, you had some games early where you had 20 or close to 20 turnovers. In the last couple of games, you've only averaged 11. Tonight, only seven, only two in the second half. Mm-hmm. What do you think is causing that? <clears throat> I just feel like what's causing it is uh, playing together. Like, don't let the ball stick. Let your team – like, let other teammates touch it. Usually, when we turn the ball over, we're probably doing, like, playing one-on-one or – or just like uh, <clears throat> not sticking to our details, coming to two foot stops, and so we've been working on that more and more, and just really locking in on it. So I feel like it's just it's been helping us out, and all the players they've been doing really good at locking in with it. And you know, I mean, eleven new players this year, Kobe. And are are you getting the sense that it's starting to come together in terms of you guys? being comfortable with each other it's got to take a little time to, to yeah, get 11 yeah. new guys yeah. what are you seeing in terms of this team coming together that way uh you can ask got ask the question again I'm what, sorry. what are you seeing in terms of the team gelling because mm-hmm. you know you were all on you know you didn't know each other coming into right, this year right so what are you seeing in terms of you guys being comfortable with each other now I feel like it's just more games playing, more experience, and we fi- figuring out like what what works for us you know it's a whole new team and it's a young team so we just had to figure out, like, what works for us, and we finally figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I'm going to jump on that real quick, my last question for you. But, you know, Coach, in the pregame interview, in, 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 even in, after the last game in the, in the paper, he talks about you guys being close. Mm-hmm. You know, it's starting to come together. It's close. Keep the faith. Does he preach that in practice too? Oh, yeah. He always preached that in practice, anywhere. Just stay together. Cheer, cheer each other on, encourage each other. Just he always just just talking about just anything for us to like, you know, be together and have good energy with each other and just everything to to keep pulling together. And it all came together tonight. I yeah. mean, there weren't many teams in the conference that you couldn't beat tonight. I don't think. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> hey, Kobe, i got to ask you this. Now, now, Coach said that uh, the last day or two, he put up a big picture of a of a horse race. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a horse race with 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 a, a, a nose, four horses, and there was one that that won. The other was a nose behind, mm-hmm. and then there were two that were way far behind. When you when he put that up there, were you thinking, "What the heck is this?" just because I knew Coach Conkle so long, <laughs> I'm looking at it and I'm just like, 
honestly, I didn't, I kind of had an idea where he was going with it, but <laughs> I was just waiting to see what he say. Yeah. <laughs> and his point was, of course, I'd rather be horse number two and being close than be the one the way yeah. way far behind. Yep. Right. Yep. So, all right. Well, you were not only not only close, you were well ahead by five. Uh, links or something like that by the time today's horse race was oh, over. Yeah. So, uh, Kobe, let's go get that road win. That's the yes, next sir. thing That's on what the we list, need. right? Yep. You know, yep. on Saturday mm-hmm. against SMU. Yep. Let's go do it. Yes, sir. Let's do it. That is Kobe Williams, who is our keep rolling with the Hurricane player of the game, as he had a very good stat line, 17 points, eight rebounds, six assists, only three turnovers, three steals in the game as well. That's all part of that stat line for Kobe Williams. And now joined by Eric Conkle, the head basketball coach at the University of Tulsa. Had to like that now. I mean, both both halves offensively especially, huh? It was something. I mean, I, we, we've been talking about that we're close, that we're knocking on the door, that we just got to keep keep pushing. And, of course, this is the what we thought that we were capable of having some types of nights like this and certainly didn't expect this 50 50 some percent from three but to have 24 assists and seven turnovers that that's a group of guys that that really care for one another love and sharing in each other's successes and because i thought they were spraying the ball over the place to one another on time on target and then they were the the basket got big because of it i'm going to credit kobe williams for that he he uh, he's the epitome of an unselfish player you've talked about it you've coached him previously but he passes up on shots. I mean, he. we talked to him just before you, and I think he takes more pride in his assists than he does his buckets. But I think the other guys are feeding off him. Do you agree with that? Yeah, no, we, it's just something that we keep talking about, and, and you just – it's the mentality of, hey, we're just going to keep pounding this rock, and at some point it's going to crack. And um, there were some plays out there that were made that, that I just thought were really good from the two foot stops, getting to a paint touch, um, not just trying to flip the ball up to the basket, but being able to find somebody on the perimeter. There was a lot of unselfish play here tonight. And when you do that, good things happen, not just to uh, the team, but to individuals. Like it, It's so good for everybody. In the first half, you led 53-48. Both teams shot the ball extremely well in the first half. But I thought that the second 20 minutes of this game was certainly the best overall in terms of the combination of both offense and defense because the defense came out much more intensely in the second half. Yeah, I I was not pleased with our defense in the first half, of course. I mean, you give up that many points, 48 points on your home floor. Uh, they, They had us on our heels early, and you give them credit. I think Coach Henson does a great job. And they got us in some pick and roll. They got us in some different things. Then we started to adjust, and he had a counter for it. And then we started to settle in and kind of get a feel, okay, this is what they're looking for. But coming out in the second half, and I, and I give our, our group a, a, a lot of credit for just their conversation, and you could just sense their mentality of, hey, we got to come out, and we got to put our stamp on this defensively. And then we also were able to really penetrate, get to the free throw line more, and open up some other things on the offensive end. I thought it was some maybe adjustments you guys made in half. Maybe it was them getting together, but you could just see the intensity, uh, the excitement, and the sense of urgency that your team had in the second half. Energy and urgency, they were scraping down on penetration. You guys were loading those gaps, making it difficult for them to get to the bucket. Was it an adjustment you guys make or made, or was it just them deciding to get after it? Well, I think there was a little bit little bit better in, in execution of what we were trying to do on their side pick and rolls and coming over earlier. But so much of it was like we, 
it's that very thing we we talked as a coaching staff at halftime as we huddled and we start talking about these different things and i was like none of it's going to work unless we start going harder and that's basically the message to the team like we got to do what we're planning on doing we just got to do it better and we got to do it faster with more physicality and we saw more of that in the second half yeah and i thought obviously the the quick hands you know when when they were uh, guarding closely uh, the hurricane they would get a hand in the in the alley or or pinch down help out get in the gap and slap the ball away i thought that was was huge. In fact, I look at the number of steals, and I was surprised it's only seven because it seemed like more. Well, we got our hands on a lot of them, and sometimes it just deflected back to them or deflected out of bounds. Right. But, but we wanted to have really good gap gap jumps and, and clog up those gaps and be able to stunt at the basketball. And uh, we saw some really good ones here tonight. And then just the way that they play and the way they penetrate and the way they attack the glass, we told our team, like, we get stops tonight especially when we get rebounds, we're going to be able to go down the other end and attack, and we were able to do that. Coach, I, at one point you guys had five turnovers in the first half. If I'd have told you that before the game, you'd have probably jumped on it. And then I looked down second half. We're 12 minutes into the second half, and you have no turnovers in the second half. You end up with seven on the game. This has been a progression, and you've talked about you're working on it all year. In the last several games, you've gotten better taking care of the basketball. Tonight, culmination, obviously, only seven turnovers. That's unbelievable. You know, like I said, when we first got together here, 24 assists and seven turnovers. I mean, that's – that that's like just a thing of beauty for a coach as you look at offense you can you can take away and not really know what all the other stuff was but you just know it's good but the sharing and the way that the guys looked for one another uh, of course pj having seven assists and just one turnover kobe with six assists and then you have some other guys i mean josiah had three he had two in the first half i thought he gave us a big just a little jolt of lightning yep. in the first half. He's so live wired with his energy and of course he had that had that that dunk in the second half where you got to see his athleticism. So it, it was a total team effort tonight. That's exactly the words that we used before the game. We needed a total team effort and that's what we got. Yeah, and I thought uh, for for Josiah to have him complete that dunk over the seven footer was was nice for him because he's had a few dunk attempts that have not gone. And that one was a great finish. It was probably a, a, the toughest dunk, tougher than the attempts that he missed in terms of having to go over a big guy. I thought it was just awesome. Well, I, I've never tried it. JR might be able to speak on it. but <laughs> Cannot. I, I, know, I know that was the hardest one I've seen him do. He's had one of those in practice once before. Um, but, I mean, he revved that one up. That was, that was something. And... And that's exactly the type of role we got the stop. It was thrown ahead, and he was fearless in attacking. And that's, that's the way we want to play. Coach, I, I'd be remiss, and, and you talk about how steady he is, and he's just he brings it all every night. But tonight, I thought we saw a little bit more from Isaiah Barnes what he's capable of doing. We all know he can hit threes, but he's a tremendous athlete. He put it on the deck, got to the rim several times tonight. I thought it was a complete game for him, but it was refreshing to see him kind of broaden his game a little bit tonight. Well, he got us started, JR. There was a play in the first half where there was baseline penetration, and he made a really nice cut, just caught it and dunked it. Yeah. And that really helped ignite us. And, you know, we played him at the four tonight a little bit too to, to get a little bit of a four-guard lineup. 
especially to try to guard their threes and the way their penetration was. But he, he's a guy that we're really counting on, and it was really good to see him do a number of things, not just shoot the threes, but the slashing uh, and some of that playmaking was really big. Yeah, and uh, speaking of igniting, it uh, doesn't take much of a spark to get Tyshawn Archie going. He has 17 points. I thought he would, you know, 17 points in uh, in 21 minutes, and that's a pretty darn good average. Well, he's got some wiggle, and, you know, we, we continue to just find ways, and sometimes it's matchup related and the type of team you're playing sure. and size and so forth. They were trying to post him there in the first half. Uh, we got to keep, keep taking a look at those things. But I told him, I said, hey, in the last couple of days, going to get you in early. And we need a spark. And that doesn't mean that it's just come in here and, and try to score, but, like, just provide energy. And both him and Josiah came in, and I really thought provided us a big boost. Um, but Ty's got just incredible feel and quick hands, some of the plays he made and his little jump shots, and um, just really, really good tonight. I'm going to give, give you one more stat that's, I know, music to your ears. 1.507 points per possession. Where does that rank? I can't think of it. I mean, in a conference game, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, have, to, I have to look back there. through the archives. But, mm. you know, anytime you're over 1.2, you're, you're, you're celebrating. And, uh, but this was, a, like I said, a total team effort, guys. And yep. what I was really just pleased with how guys celebrated each other's successes. We, you know, we knew, we knew we needed to find a way to get this one tonight. And um, – we knew that this was going to be a fast game. It's the way they play. And we like to play with some tempo, too. And was just really happy to see the way the guys executed. So now how do you take this and that almost desperation and travel it to Dallas, getting ready to play SMU and getting that roadie? Well, that's the whole thing. And it's, and it's understanding, too, every game's a little bit different. SMU doesn't play anything like this. Right. And, so, and they are a stingy defensive team. And so we've, we've got to be ready to play a different type of ball game on somebody else's floor. It's going to take great toughness. I thought this was a, a, a toughness win for us. Of course, you're going to see that you score over 100 points and you get a lot of you know, different highlights and so forth. But, but it showed some toughness and some resolve to bounce back from the last one and be locked in and come ready to play the way they did. But we've we, we got to be able to travel with some toughness, and we've got to be able to be physical because this is a really good team we're about to play on Saturday. Yeah, 107-78 the score today. More likely in Dallas to be 64 to 58 or something like that as long as you're the 64, right? It, it can be 1-0. to zero. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. great job, uh, Coach. Appreciate it, and uh, congratulations, and we'll see you in Dallas. Thanks, guys. So there you have it, the Golden Hurricane with the big victory here on a Wednesday. Now on Saturday, they play at SMU in Dallas, and that will be a tough one. It begins at 2 o'clock, and we'll have it on the air starting at 1.30. That wraps it up for this edition of Eye of the Hurricane podcast, post-game radio remix. I'm Bruce Howard. So long. This is Eye of the Hurricane podcast, the official podcast of University of Tulsa Athletics. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Golden Hurricane Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.